We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out to the crowd. Buy me some peanuts. Buy me some Cracker Jacks. And I don't even care if we ever get back. And it's a row, row, row for the home team. And if they don't win, it's a shame. And it's one and it's two and it's three strikes you're out. That's that old ball game. Good morning, baseball fans here in Chicago and listening around the globe on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com. Live from the Hyundai Studios, this is Hit and Run, the Score's venerable baseball show. I am Barry Rosner, and my partner in perpetuity is Joe Ostrowski. We'll be with you until 1130, taking you up to Cubs baseball, right here on your radio home for the Chicago Cubs. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Mr. Rosner. Did you make it through the entire marathon? I did. John Smoltz trying to change the game of baseball throughout the game. <laughs> <laughs> I got to say, I love me some John Smoltz. I, mean, I was I so excited that he was doing the game. I don't agree with everything he says, but he's yeah. so good. Yes. Remember what we talked about recently about Steve Stone and how he sets up a game for you and predicts things and explains things. And he's not just reading off a stat sheet. That's John Smoltz. I was. He's explaining about that. to you stuff all night. Imagine this: a former pitcher in the booth talking about pitching. How about that? It's just a good thing, given the length of that game, <laughs> that we had him in the booth. That in the booth. That's, that's, I agree. I agree. A lot of people were upset. Oh, he's just. Oh, he sounds like an old man. He's trying to change the game. A lot of baseball fans that don't think the game needs to be changed, and I understand that. But I'll tell you this. At least the man has thoughts on the game and the future of the game, the direction of the game, and what he's seeing in baseball right now that he doesn't like. And a guy that's a Hall of Famer, has a lot of connections, works at MLB Network. I think he's going on a lot of information. So I would I would listen to what John Smoltz has to say because he's not just throwing stuff out in there in the wind. There are some things that he likes about today's game. There are some things he doesn't like about today's game. And there's some things that he wants to change about today's game. I think he's a very reasonable guy. Unlike most of the people in the world in which we live today where everything is black and white. Must there be can, this. Must be this. Yeah. It can only think about things in a certain – if you think about things in a modern way, you can only think the way the, the current group of national baseball writers thinks, and that's it. It's just pure group thing. Oh. You must think exactly that way about everything. There is no other way. Brian Kenny said this, so we must yeah, go exactly. along with this right Brian now. Brian Kenny is, is the leader of the group. And Brian Kenny, by the way, probably doesn't believe half of what he says. But, like, but he's, he's good at what he does, and he's the Pied Piper. So those who follow everything that he believes, that's the only thing it can be. That's the only way you can you can believe it. I can't believe someone. Did you ever think could, five to ten years ago we would be saying this? 
about just anything. Mass amount of baseball fans following Brian Kenny. Yeah. Well, it's funny if you don't have an original thought or you you really don't watch baseball, then he's the perfect guy for you. Then you don't have to watch a game. You don't have to watch a game. You can you can merely just follow along uh, every morning and and go to your computer and figure it out from there. I mean, you don't have to watch a single game. So, but I, the the funny thing about it is. I, I know Brian Kenny from way back in the day, and I, I truly don't. But what's that? From boxing? <laughs> he was a hockey guy. Brian Kenny was a hockey that guy. That too. I, I, don't, I don't believe that he believes all of the things that he says, but he also knows that this is good for his career Works. because there are people who truly are incapable of thought or incapable of, of watching a game. So they want to believe every single thing he says. Um, there's, we talked about this last week. There's lots of that in sports and in broadcasting in oh, general. Yeah. There's lots of that. Uh, look and, at the richest media members. Start with that. The, the guys that, that can develop an argument, a strong argument, and get people to follow. They get paid very well, and they draw eyeballs, whether it's socially or on television, which is very difficult nowadays. We all have busy lives. Because the fact is, is you can just say anything you want. Yeah. That's the world in which we live in now. How many views? Did Those you are get? the journalistic standards in which we live. You can just say anything you want, state it as fact, and it's fact. I mean, it happens all the time. Listen, listen to the radio, watch TV. This is the world in which we live. Just say anything you want, and that is the way it is. Period. You don't have to have facts to back it up. No. You don't have. You, you just say what you want. You say this is the way it is, and if someone comes at you. With any sort of truth, you just shout them down. You just scream and shout them down and say you're stupid. And a lot, of, a lot of time, tomorrow, completely forgotten about because there's somebody else right. saying something dumber that's going viral. And you can, and, you, know, you can flip and flop and change your mind. And unfortunately, that's, those are the times in which we live. Here's what we have planned for <laughs> you today. We will get to last night's Cubs-Mets game. But as always, lots of Cubs and White Sox conversation the first hour for you throughout the show. We hope you'll join us at 312-644-6767. 10 o'clock, we'll spend some time with John Harper, baseball columnist for the New York Daily News. Can talk some Mets. City Field was actually on fire this week. Did you guys see that? City Field was on fire. It's not a metaphor. It was a reality. Right. Although it is a metaphor. For the for the Mets season, which God. is most certainly over, oh, I so so you stopped with the hour, my come on, my Mets. Stop you, that! Did, up. You, did you stop? Stop that six weeks ago. You're not gonna you're not gonna leave me. No, I'm not. You're not gonna leave me on that. I was you? making fun of you, and and then uh, you walk in puffy chested when they're eleven and one, and everything's great. I said, okay. Did I not we'll say? See. Did I not say <laughs> the day I made the pick that the entire starting rotation would be on the DL by June first? I wasn't exactly right, but Harvey's gone. Syndergaard's hurt. DeGrom has been hurt. He's back. Wheeler is whatever Wheeler's going to be. Vargas is horrible. Oh, my God. Who have we left out? He's 100. I don't even know why they signed him. Mats. And Mats is, uh, you know. Yeah, it's the injuries. But but also, the reason I was anti-Mats wasn't because of the pitching. It was a little bit to do with it because of the injuries. 
the history and we know it's coming again and again and yeah, again. Of course. But it was because of the lineup, because they have zero depth. Yeah. I mean, they signed yeah. Jose Batista and he's their three hitter you know, immediately. The Cubs the Cubs could put out the Tucson lineup today. You know what the Tucson lineup is, Joe? Yeah. The Tucson lineup is from the days when there were teams in Tucson and if if you had to make the trip from Mesa, it was usually eh, twice, maybe three times during the month of games. The month of March, spring training games, and who the the guys who went to Tucson were either being punished or they had little chance of making the team. That's a Tucson lineup. The Cubs could put out their Tucson lineup today, which they should. I mean, Contreras has got to sit today. He's got to sit yes. today after yes. that. Took a ball off the toe too in the bottom of the fourteenth. Um, yeah, but the bullpen's they, not in bad shape. What Farrell yeah. did, um, incredible, he, and it's incredible. not just we'll about get, today. It's not just about today. Go ahead. We'll get we'll get to that in just a second. But you can put out your Tucson lineup today and beat the Mets. John Lester's going to throw a no hitter today. Just so you know, <laughs> that's how bad I love the Cubs that, too. That's how bad the Mets are. Yeah. At eleven o'clock, it's our weekly visit with the score's very own Bruce Levine. Our producer, director, and engineer is Eli Hershkovich. I am at Barry Rosner on Twitter. Joe is at Joe O six seventy. The hit and run account is hit and run six seventy. You can follow that for show updates. You should follow that. For show updates this hour on the scores brought to you by Horwitz and Horwitz, Illinois' top personal injury lawyers. The phone number, as you know, is 312-644-6767. You can also join in at 67011 via the text zone on the score. If you text us, you'll get a text back acknowledging your text. Standard message and data rates may apply. Joe, I was going to come in here today and talk about what a nice week it was for the Cubs offensively. What a nice approach. Mm-hmm. What a nice approach. What a nice way to change, finally. I've been talking about this for, what, the better part of 15 months now? That they cannot continue to survive this way. This all-or-nothing approach, this launch angle approach, this every, we're just going to swing for the fences every single time up. They're just not, you just can't continue to do it. And this week, they had a great week. I mean, guys were hitting the ball the other way like crazy and winning games because of it. Imagine that. Winning games because of it. Friday night, of their 17 hits, two were in the infield. So of the 15 hits that left the infield, nine opposite way or center field. That's just good hitting. You take what the pitcher gives you. And look, I, I, I've explained this to you before, for those who don't watch baseball and just, and just look at a computer. You can... I don't think that's our audience. Can, I, I, for the most part, I would think not. But, yeah. you know, when you get a fastball early in a count... You should turn on it and try and drive it and try and hit it out of the park. Mm-hmm. But when you get to two strikes, especially late in the game, situational hitting, situational hitting, you hit the ball where it's pitched, take a base hit, win a game. It's okay to win a game with a base hit. It is. I swear to you. It's okay. You can get a single. You can get a 70-foot single. You can get a 15-foot single and win a game. It's okay. It doesn't have to leave the park. Ian Happ last night, base is loaded. Tries to hit it 15 miles. I mean, that sort of stupidity is going to lose you a lot of games. They're just lucky it was the Mets. That was extraordinary last night. To after, at, Like I said, after a really good week of hitting, after a really good week of situational hitting, of hitting it the other way, and after what they did Friday night with nine of their 15 hits that didn't leave the infield, opposite way or center field, including the game winner by Bryant. Essentially the game winner, I know what. Uh, Schwarber later. Yeah, yeah, of course. But a really good week of hitting. 
and then last night they and how do bad it was they, Bryant last night? Same thing. I mean, what, there you yeah. go again. Hey, I've talked about it before. We all love Chris Bryant, of course, one of the great players in the game. But you know what? The antidote for a launch angle swing, for dropping your right shoulder and trying to hit it high and far, the antidote for that's a high fastball. It's not a secret. Look what DeGrom did to Schwarber last night. Yes. How brilliant was that? He was phenomenal all night. So he's had, what, eight consecutive starts with one earned run or fewer, and they're two and six. That is hard to do. Yeah, he was absolutely phenomenal. And you you get a game like that that goes 14 innings and what Luke Farrell did, and you completely forget about that performance. Yeah, he had the Cubs figured out all night, except for Jason Hayward. When am I allowed to say? It's up to it's up to you. That's really up to you. I, I would tread lightly. I'm there. treading lightly. He is still stepping in the bucket on nearly every swing. Now maybe he's doing less with his hands than he was before. Maybe there are fewer moving parts, so he's squaring up the baseball a little bit more. But it's still he's still stepping in the bucket like crazy, and he's still. He's still driving it a lot down into the ground. I know he is. Which is going to be a lot of four I mean, last it. night, some of it, he got helped out with some luck of where the ball was going, too. One of them was because you're holding the runner on at first base. Sure. It's just a, it's a routine four hopper to the first baseman. But first baseman's holding the guy on. Nevertheless, the guy's hot. He's hitting 500 on this road trip, and you take him out in a double switch. That did so, not that did not go over well last night. Do you think he took the in. shirt off and he went yelling at Joe later? I mean, his batting average went up fifty points this week. Fifty points. But it also tells you how low it was before. I mean, he he's such a good guy. He's such a good defensive player. He's such a good base runner. This is the kind of guy you want to root for. This is the kind of guy you wish good things for. Yeah. I just yeah, me, no, I'm gonna no, I I'm just a, asked I'm gonna, when. I'm not saying yeah. I am. I, I've been hurt by this before. I, I thought I saw some signs in April, looking better, looking better, and then whoa, we went will, through will, a month and a half. Of, I, will, I will say this: he did hit three or four balls really hard into away. the left center field gap. That's where he needs to hit the ball. How many home runs he could hit at Wrigley Field into the second row of the bleachers in left field? Billy Williams hit a lot of home runs there. Yeah, you know it, and. Even when the wind's blowing in, you can hit home runs there. That's where he needs to hit. When he is entirely trying to pull the ball, which it's still, you're still getting a lot of that, it's going to be a ground out to the second base. Two years. Yeah. Yep. But I look, uh, if you want to be optimistic, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. You're allowed to be happy yeah. about it. I would say enjoy it. Yeah. Because next week, no, I, I'm not. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm not here to forecast doom for Jason Hayward. But if he, if he'll continue to hit the ball the other way, hit it where it's pitched, yeah, yeah. There's there's all sorts of opportunities there for him. But that this this nonsense last night, yeah, with the strikeouts, and you know, Rob Manfred will say, well, this is you know, this is why we got to put runners on second base in in extra innings because it's. I don't mind extra innings. I don't mind if they play all night. I love the game. I I, lo- I, I, I do. I love the I, drama. I, I mind. I love the drama. They can play all night. I mean, if I don't have to work, 
They could yeah. play. They, I mean, I, your alarm doesn't go off at two thirty or three, so I do mind. And I don't have six hours in my day. I don't for a for one regular season Cubs I, game. I don't. I don't think they should. I don't think they should ever dream about changing the rules on that. They can play all night, as far as I'm concerned. But Rob Manfred will use that as a game for why they the need outlier, to change the rules. Which is ridiculous. Yeah, you can't do that. Problem isn't the game. Problem is the approach to the game. That's pro- You're facing these bums from the Mets after DeGrom is gone. And you do the same thing over and over and over again. And you get guys on base over and over, and you, and you just try to hit 500-foot home runs over and over and over again. It baffles me. I mean, look, to Joe Madden's credit, Joe had a bad week, by the way. <laughs> Joe had a really oh, bad week. We can go but, over but, that. But yeah. yeah, we'll get to that. But but to Joe's credit, he says it over and over and over again. I, this, launch angle, this launch angle stuff is nonsense. And it's going to have to change. And you saw there was a graphic. I don't know if you noticed the graphic last night on Fox, but Kyle Schwarber's launch angle changed. has changed significantly. Right. It's gone from 18 degrees last year down to, I believe, 12. Or was it 18 his first year, then 12, then 9? I whatever. just know it's gone down but a lot it is this going, year. But it's gone down a lot this year. Oh, my God, launch angle. It's so exciting. Oh, my God, you see the launch angle on that? How is that exciting? What is exciting about that? The exciting part was the home run. That's the exciting part. What, what, that, that, when, pe- when people yeah. get excited about launch angle... I truly wonder what they, in God's name they're they watching. They don't even know what it is. They don't know. Most <laughs> don't even know what a good launch angle is, right? It's just another number that looks sexy and you get excited about it. Wow. Okay. Is that good? Um, oh, it's the highest ever? Oh, in the StatCast era. Oh, you mean a few years? Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, really. What, what, are, what are we talking Two about? Two years. <laughs> what are we talking about here? I thought that was that was great conversation they brought up. You're not going to get – sometimes with national broadcasts, they do bring – some perspective on things that you're not going to get on a daily basis. And I haven't heard that conversation before uh, this yeah. year about Kyle Schwarber. Have you? Yeah. I thought uh, that was wonderful. Well, no. And on, and on the, you know, and on the Cubs broadcast, it's just, everything is, it's, it's nothing but metrics and, uh, and that's all fantastic. But this was John Smoltz last night on, uh, on launch angle. You know what I've heard from some teams, what they're teaching in spring training and throughout the year, how to hit with a runner on first base. And you know what they're telling them? Do not hit the ball on the ground. With a runner on first, that's where launch angle and getting the ball in the air is becoming a bigger emphasis. And so what do you see? You see bigger swings. You see, yes, you're going to see some two-run homers and stuff like that, but you're going to see a lot more strikeouts. And so what used to be hit behind the runner, do all kinds of things, is now taught guy on first. We don't want you to hit the ball on the ground. We want you to get the ball in the air. Well, I could understand that. I mean, that's I don't have a problem with the theory that we don't want you to hit into double plays. I don't have a problem with that. I mean, that's using metrics to your advantage, saying with a guy on first, we do want you to try to elevate it because we don't want you hitting into a double play. I understand that. But to use launch angle on every swing of every at-bat of every yes. game because I believe I'll be rewarded because every GM has told me that I will be rewarded for striking out a lot for walking occasionally, and for hitting 30 home runs. I will be rewarded for that. So I'm going to do that on every single swing. That's the problem with last night's game. It's not that the game is the game's going 14 innings. That's not the problem. 
problem is the game's going 14 innings because everyone's striking out. That's the problem. What were we talking about earlier? The ability to go the other way. And the reason Joe's small- trying. Joe's yes. trying to no, get them I, to do it. But Joe's not every manager in baseball. And we'll give credit to Joe on this. But I won't give credit to every other team. See, a lot of times we fall into the trap of ripping the players. Well, John Smoltz brought up spring training. Remember what was going on at Ray's spring training? They had nets over the entire infield. Hit it over the infield instead of maybe going the opposite way and playing them where they aren't when there is an extreme shift going on. And that's why people are now having the conversation, do you need to eliminate shifts? Do you need to have uh, two infielders on one side of second base and two infielders on the other side of second base to institute that sort of rule? How about Joe twice in the last two days using the hit and run? I thought that was against the rules now. You don't see it. Thought that anywhere. was against the rules. Yeah. You get shouted down for that. No, no, you can't try a hit and run. Hit it out of the park. Well, I don't think it's just that. The other part is you're the manager. And look look at what you see on a daily basis in the sport. And you know your players. What sort of confidence do you have that your player is going to make contact with all these strikeouts? Yeah, that's a great point. That's an outstanding point. The Cubs are the third team since the mound moved to its current distance in 1893 to have multiple 20 strikeout games at the plate in the same season. Along with the 67 Senators, I bet they were good. The 67 Senators, I bet they were good. And the 2004 Brewers, who each had two such games. You know, Joe's trying. Joe's trying. Some things I like about Joe, some things I don't. He's got his faults. He's really good at a lot of things. So who do we blame here? Because it's been drilled into these players' heads. And we talked about it before the season started. Everybody seems to think around baseball that the the way to get paid is by hitting home runs. And then we saw in free agency that really wasn't the case. But players are still taking that same approach that they think the only way to get paid, it looks like, or to be successful is to hit home runs. Chris Bryant is a smart guy, isn't he? He's a really smart guy. Um, and he really, well, he improved his game again, so yeah. He really thinks the game. Yeah. Really understands the game. You think he'll make an adjustment on this? Of course. I mean, last night aside, his strikeouts have gone way down. Yep. But there have been, I, could, I can think of five times in the last ten days where he could have won a game for them doing what he did Friday night when he just poked the ball to right field. There you go. Yep. Base hit, win the game, see ya. That's all. It's baseball. It's okay. A single the other way is okay. No, singles are no good. Singles are no good. Can't have them. Can't have them. It's ruining the game. Can't have singles in baseball. It's okay. You can win a game. What was it Thursday? Javier Baez had his first unintentional walk since April 7th. April 7th. (laughs) Two months. What? Look, and he hits so, a home run last night. You tell yeah. you, I mean, it's what you're going to get with Javi. That was really predictable, though, wasn't it? Oh, he's, he's been sitting. They for, got the lead. He's, he, he's been waiting. Yeah, he's been sitting for four hours. <laughs> he has not had a chance to swing he's yet. Hacking. You got another bum in the game. Oh, let's and, live bet that one in a few years. Oh man, <laughs> what's that going to? That's available. That's available now on some yeah, sites. It's I a think. little difficult with the delay, though. Too. Yeah, I, I think they'll improve on that. Yeah, that'll happen. That'll be available. You just you, you know you you want to you, you want to win the World Series, right? That's the goal. 
Okay. I mean, that's, a, that's all we talk about, right? Is that's the goal. It's what the Sox are trying to do. Going to take them some time to get there. That's what they're trying to do. Get to the Sox after a break, by the way. Big day tomorrow. You're trying to win the World Series. How are you going to do that? How are you going to do that? When you're in the postseason facing ones and twos and closers. Facing ones and twos and closers. If you face Boston or Houston, not so much the Yankees right now. If you're facing Boston and Houston, it's ones and twos and closers. Ones and twos and closers. How are you going to face? You're going to have to manufacture some runs. You're not going to be guaranteed hitting it five miles. It's a different game. No, Managers no. treat it as a different game in the playoffs. And and that's when, I don't want to say overreact, but that's when I get a little crazy about what I'm seeing even in April and even in May. Because approaches you. like you see last night will get you out of the playoffs very, very quick. Still, not, you know, last night notwithstanding, which was... <laughs> It was really ridiculous. And, all right, as far as DeGrom goes, look, that you're just getting beat by a better guy, okay? When Jacob DeGrom is on, forget it, all right? He just, he's going to beat you, and fine. You know, you can live with that. You can live with those. You can live with those at-bats against Jacob DeGrom. Yeah. But after that, you're facing a bunch of bums. You, you know, change your approach. Go win a baseball game against a terrible team. Get out of there. Get back to the hotel. you got a day game today. It's getaway day. Just you know, just do what you're supposed to do and get out of there. But going into yesterday, it was a really good week for the Cubs. They just had they just had a terrific week at the plate where they were consistently going the other way. And you say the Cubs overall, we have to look at the starting pitching. Yep. Without you, Darvish, what they did, and with everything that happened last night, we forgot what Mike Montgomery did, nearly matching DeGrom. Um, I know you're not going to match 13 strikeouts in seven innings. But he was we'll, awfully good. And and the Mets are horrible against lefties, and they face a lefty today in John Lester, if you're interested. But Mike Montgomery, really strong once again. Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. He's earned it. Good for him. 312-644-6767 is the phone number. Lots of people on hold. Very Seems like they're concerned about the Cubs' approach at the plate. Some people like their approach at the plate. Well, we'll talk to you next. We'll get to the White Sox and something that may be happening with the White Sox, uh, not anytime soon, but uh, something that should happen with the White Sox. And we'll, uh, we will continue to talk about the Cubs. We'll talk about John Lester's start today. And uh, we will eventually get to tomorrow's draft, which, as Joe Ostrowski said, is a very big moment for the White Sox. You've got hit and run on the score back after a brief timeout. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. What sort of analytics do you look at? In terms of... Welcome back in on Hit and Run on the Score. That was Jason Benetti and Dylan Cease. <laughs> Not an analytics guy, I guess. Dylan Cease. In terms of... <laughs> Who 
Why, why is that so funny to you? Because he's asking a kid who throws 100 miles an hour about analytics, and the kid was like, you know, I just, and Eli's got more from Dylan Cease, actually. It was a good interview. Jason did a good job, but so did Steve. There, There's some good stuff in there about how he, he's, like most athletes, he's a feel pitcher. You know, how yeah. how's the ball feel coming out of my hand? That's my stuff today. Maddox has said it a thousand times. You can You can stick spin rate in your hat for all it matters you know i, I do find it's it how funny, does the, yeah. how is the ball coming out of my hand not just today but this inning this particular batter how's the batter reacting to my fastball how's he reacting to my changeup what are his feet doing where is he today versus the last time i faced him where am i today versus the last time i faced him and you can have all the spin rate you want but if you don't know how to attack a hitter doesn't matter. And most guys are field guys. Like, how does it, you know, they're trying to, now if you're not using metrics as a pitcher to help you with your release point and you're not using video to help you with your mechanics, that's a huge mistake. But here's a kid who's throwing 100 miles an hour and he's, he's young and <laughs> he's, not, he's not having it from Jason on well, how analytics are open. So many different players have such different approaches. Like yeah. Bowers into it, McCullers into it. And some pitchers say, "I don't want any more information." There's so much going on about hitters' weaknesses and, it, and what I have to do out there. I don't need to take on more. Like, Let me hear your thoughts on that. Far away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this week was special. Your guy. When's he coming on, Eli? I've been asking every day. Uh, special special guest coming up at uh, 1030. Joe wants him on the show. I mean, for real, wants him on the show. I know. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> he thinks I'm joking. <laughs> I'm fine with that. That's fine with me. This segment is brought to you by Triton College. At Triton College, you'll find real quality in their modern facilities and dedicated faculty. You'll find real value in their courses that will cost you a fraction of what it costs at four-year schools. At Triton College, you'll find real opportunity. Visit Triton EDU today. There's no update at the bottom of the hour, so there's no chance for me to work in golf. Am I going to do oh, that? Oh, yeah, because you can't just say things out of your mouth. What? What do you mean? How do you do that? How do you do that? If, if you want to share something, share it. You talk. This is better for the show probably, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a matter of opinion. I would say you could poll people on that. I said right. That was a question. Yeah, I thought that after a second. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Cups Let me ask you a question about the hitting. About the hitting. Yeah. About the hitting. <laughs> the hands. Moving nonstop. Thoughts there for a second. Let me hear. Mr. Go Shine. Ahead. Go ahead with that. What's your take on them for a second? Go ahead. What do you have? What golf thoughts do you have, Barry Rosner? Tiger's going to win the British Open. Hey, we've got to do a U.S. Open podcast coming up in a couple weeks. We do? Okay. U.S. Open around the corner. Uh, what he's done in a short amount of time is remarkable. I mean, it's just, it's just, you know, I thought it would be a year. I thought he would need a full year. What he's done is, I, I just, I don't have the words for it. I thought it was, I thought it was impossible from a physical and mental standpoint. He is getting closer and closer. He has not yet put together all the parts of his game. And what happens is when you work really hard on one part of your game, trying to dial in your irons this week, next week is I've got to be able to hit the fairway with a drive. This weekend it's been his putting. T to green, he has dominated. 
absolutely dominated the last 27, 30 holes. Can't make a putt. Greatest putter who ever lived can't make a putt. Mm. This is what happens, though. When you focus on one part, something else goes bad. That's what's so hard to put it all together. But he is getting closer, and he will not have to hit driver at the British Open. He can hit that stinger two iron all day, all night. Boy. He could, I mean, I, I, did not, I did not think I'd be saying this. I did not either. He could win the British Open. Just, just telling you. It's hit T to green. He has dominated since the middle of the day. Why, on why, are, you on, why are you targeting British? Why? Well, U.S. Open, just you got. Timing wise. US, and US timing wise. The putting is going to be just. Gives him another seven weeks, plus he doesn't have to hit driver off the tee. He can hit three wood, he can hit stinger two. That stinger two iron. He's hitting, it, he's hitting it almost 300 yards. But U.S. Open, you got to hit you got to hit fairway. Shinnecock, I mean, you cannot be in the rough. If you're in the rough, it's <laughs> going to be in for some misery. And you're, and he you're can't, having trouble with the putting now. Come on. Well, I mean, he's a, he, they're going to make it tough. That's the last thing I would worry about. He's going to figure out the putting. I'm not worried about that. But anyway. Um, but but that's around the corner. That's why usually, I that. Usually yeah. I mix this in when... Uh, you know, when Rick Camp or Kevin Zipak is doing the update, and they make fun of me because they don't care. They don't care about the golf. Right. Uh, Rick just wants to talk about the NBA or Eli, the Cubs lineup. Cubs, line, <laughs> Cubs lineup is out. You have the full lineup. Do you want to read to us the full lineup? Oh, this will be special. Please. Almora, Hayward, hey, Baez. Almora's ba- playing again? Just wait. Uh, Baez batting third. Contreras fourth, so he's in. Oh, my God. What a- and he's catching. I assumed they were going to put him in the outfield oh, if they God. want his bat. Oh, good Lord. 14 innings and a ball off the toe. You ever have, you ever have uh, anybody here have their toe drilled because uh, their toe was, uh, toenail was filled with blood and it was about to explode? Ingrown toenail for me. Do you, have, you had it drilled? I had the to shot, the blood out? like yeah. five shots yeah. in the foot. You guys have had that? If you ever had your toe drilled, well, that's, a, that's Not drilled. Thing. Yeah, no. I My mean, mom like, was a nurse with the hot needle right yeah. in the middle of the nail. Power drill? No. With uh, <laughs> no, yeah, power not, drill. Not the skill, no. Power drill, right through the toenail. That's Wilson Contreras this morning. Go ahead, catch another nine. Oh. Sorry, Eli Elmora, Hayward, Baez. Baez, where second or short? Uh, playing third, actually. Playing third. Never mind. All right, Elmora, Hayward, Baez, Contreras, catching. Go ahead. Happy first ahead with base. That. Go ahead with that for a second. Uh, half batting <laughs> fifth. Gosh, we're yeah, batting sixth. Get on that for a second. Go ahead. Let him talk. What's your take on him for a second? <laughs> All right, let's continue. He's not Enough used to speaking when, if he's not giving Sox minor league notes. Uh, seventh, it's Russell. Listella is eighth, and last year is ninth. Okay, so why is Listella at second and Baez at third? Lester on the mound. Can you, <laughs> do you have anything for me there? Nope. I'm not mad. I'm just asking. Why? One, like, why wouldn't Baez just be at second? Yeah. Where he dominates. Yeah. And just put Listella at third. Right. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> More regulars are playing than I thought, though. No Bryant? Yeah, okay. Bryant's sitting after his fourth strikeout night. Not saying that's the reason. It's just what's happening. Everyone's a, pretty much a regular except for Listella. Lester against Mats and all those Mets relievers they had to use. They're so bad. The Mets are so bad. They can't score God, either. Bad. I, we're going to talk to John Harper at 10. Seriously, like I want to know 
Like, what is, what's the point? Like, what are you doing? Where are you going? Like, what is the future? Seriously, what's the future? I mean, they are so screwed. They are so completely dead. We'll get to the Mets later. Sorry. Um, you had White that, Sox note. Yeah, I want to get to the White Sox. Uh, but just to finish on the Cubs, such a nice approach for a week, and then last night back to that. I mean, do, does Joe have to say to Ian Happ before he walks up to the plate, all right, so here's the deal, Ian. The score is tied. We're in extra innings, and we just need a single run. So, therefore, you don't have to hit it 500 feet. Does he have to say that to him? Like, does he did, does he have to say that to him every time, or should a major league player know that all you got to do is just just hit it over the second baseman's head? We get to go home. We get to go to sleep. We gotta be back here early tomorrow, so let's go home. What do you say? What do you say we wrap this up? See, does he have to do that while mic'd up? That might be an embarrassing moment. No, I don't think he has to. Okay, of course. All right, come on. Fine. Uh, James Shields has been really good, and there's going to come a point if this continues, Joe. If this continues, if capital I, capital F, if. Dot, dot, dot. This continues. Uh, team, there, there's probably going to be some interest around the game in James Shield. On July 31st, he'll be owed $5 million bucks because that's all the Sox have left to pay him. $2 million buyout, $3 million left for the year. Mm-hmm. $5 bucks. all you own. That's, Come, that's my question. There are a lot of teams looking for starting pitching, but give me the list of starting pitchers, and that's what's going to play out over the next two months. Yeah, I don't expect it to happen anytime soon. Six, seven weeks from now? Sure, that could, that could definitely be a move. Yeah, I, and I don't know how much you'd be willing to give up for a James Shields. I mean, it's not exactly Max Scherzer we're talking about here. This is, mm. this is, but, but it's serviceable, serviceable. Some teams, some teams need that. Some teams trying to make the playoffs need that. Okay, you're, he, you're the Yankees. I think they make a much bigger move. Yeah, no. But what? A, but what is? What that's, is? That's a, a no. Yeah. But what is he on your team? I don't think he's a bad guy to add. His last, let's see, six. Seven, these are his last seven outings, including yesterday. Going from yesterday backward, three earnings, three earnings in seven innings. Walk and six strikeouts. Looking at walks and strikeouts here. Walks, not very pleasant. Uh, the start before that, seven innings, three earned runs, three walks, four strikeouts. Before that, seven innings, two walks, five strikeouts, two earned runs. Start before that, seven and a third, one earned run, three walks, eight strikeouts. Then a bad start, and then two more good ones. So... Like six out of seven quality starts. And for some teams, that's better than what they got, Joe. And they're trying to make the playoffs. He is seventh in the American League in innings pitched. Seventh in the American League behind Verlander, Kluber, Cole, Sale, Bauer, and Severino. Those are some nice names, aren't they? Uh, Pretty good. He's seventh in innings pitched. I mean, if you're a team like, say, Seattle... By the way, can I apologize to the Seattle Mariners? Is it too is it too early for me to apologize to the Seattle Mariners because I just want to say sorry for 
for writing them off in March and then again in April and then again when Cano was suspended? You know, I was re- okay. Yeah. Well, you think they'll accept? I better, I better text. No, Scott's, it's I better text Scott Service. I, I was ready to do that for the Dodgers, and now we've got Kershaw. So, yeah, I, I it's a funny thing about the Dodgers. I, I remember I said this before the year. There are some teams you start off with injuries, and it just never stops. It just never ends. Kershaw comes back, goes right back on the deal. Five innings, yeah, and he's. Back on, and it sounds like he's going to be out a while. And they're twelve and six since since Turner came back, which is not a surprise. But here they go, you know here here they go again, more it, more injury. It looked like the the window wide open. They can go and end up winning the NL West, and then this happens. Yeah, I should guy. apologize as well to the San Francisco Giants because I wrote them off in March and again in April and again in May. And you want to know something? They could win that division. You don't Bum, need. You don't, no, no. Bum, Bum you Gar- need to apologize. Bumgarner's coming back Tuesday. Stop. The division is terrible, and they're a hundred years old. And what's yeah, going to happen yeah, in are. the second half yeah, of the season? I don't, I don't like the Giants. Well, the Giants will add. The Giants are not afraid to add. Well, that's just how they operate. Yeah, they're never going to tear it down. So you don't think I should be apologizing to the Giants yet? I would not. Should I apologize to the Mariners? Is that is that smart? No, because we've it's been, not we, smart. We've been picking Seattle for five years in a row. I have I picked them two years ago. You talk about them every year. Maybe, possibly on the brink. I feel like we're always there with Seattle. They're fourteen games over five hundred. They are tied for the division lead with the Astros. Okay, and where do you think they're going to finish? I think they're going to finish in third. Thank you, Houston. So why do you need to apologize? Because I I was wrong. I buried them. I buried them in March and April and May, and they're 14 games over five. Are you wrong if they don't make the playoffs? No, I ultimately I will have been right. So if no they don't need to apologize. The, well, I you say, you feel bad because Scott Service is the manager, right? No, I just think if you're wrong, you should say you're wrong, and I was wrong. Season's said, not over. But I said they were done. They're 14 the, games over 500. Call it, call it done right now. <laughs> Call your shot. Do it. You still have that pick a tea time uh, drop somewhere, Eli? As from the Jets, from the Winnipeg Jets home crowd. Remember that from a few weeks ago? You don't have that handy. Thanks a lot, Eli. <laughs> Thanks a lot. It's from like seven weeks ago. It was a while ago. We are. Hey, as soon as he says something, you should have it handy. You should be <laughs> reading his mind. What the hell's wrong and with talk you? Talk about that for a second. What's your take on Empress? Thoughts there? What can you tell me on that? This Let no, me hear your thoughts on that. This no update thing is killing Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question about the hitting. About the hitting. Yeah. About the hitting. <laughs> we got to take a break. Were we, yeah, do, you do. Were, were we doing something? Were nope. we in the middle of something? Nope. Did we finish on James Shields? Sure. No, yeah, you want to see this continue, of course, for the next six to seven weeks. But yeah, if he does, I, I if, will say, we've seen stretches like this from him. Not yeah. quite this long, but yeah. over, over five to six starts before. If he does it for another six weeks, then there will be some interest. Yeah, There will be te- I mean, there, there plenty of teams need a fourth or fifth starter. Just someone to take. If you can go seven innings for some of these teams and give up three or four runs. Seven they're, innings. They're thrilled. How about the Cubs? They'll take someone to go seven innings. Good point. 
Jeez. Need to talk about Tyler Chatwood. Need to get your phone calls as well. We'll do that next on Hit and Run on the Score. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Swung on there, it goes deep right. I'm wrong. That's it? That's all? I'm wrong? I know what that feels like. Welcome back in on Hit and Run on the Score. That's Joe Ostrowski. I'm Barry Roser. Coming up at 10, John Harper from the New York Daily News. 11 o'clock, Bruce Levine. Your phone calls throughout the show. Your texts at 67011. Your tweets at Barry Rosner, at Joe0670, at Hit and Run 670. Just looking at this Sox lineup that was just released. <laughs> Adam Engel's hitting fifth. <laughs> oh, boy. Before Makata. What? What is this? Yeah, they're trying to lose. <laughs> yeah, they're really trying to lose. This is Adam Silver would say something at this point. Well, your guy, my guy. Yeah, my angle. Oh, he is my guy. You're hitting fifth, He's my guy. Die on that hill. Gonna be a star. <laughs> Gonna be a star. Go ahead. Gonna be a big star. Gonna be a big star. Uh, Joe, can I read an email to you? Would you allow me that? Oh, this is gonna be something special. No, no, I, it's not a crazy. Although I did get the crazies. Usually, again this when week. you pr- when you usually print out an email yep. and make sure to read it on the show, it. it it's usually a heavy dose of crazy. I got I, I heard from the crazies this week. I On did. reaction to? Uh stuff from our show last week and from a couple of columns. Oh, we'll get we'll get to that. Okay. This is um this is from a guy named Tom Lake. He said, I'm from Champaign. Lived in Janesville, Wisconsin for the last two and a half years. Janesville, you you've gone through it on the way to the Dells. Yes. It's just north of the just north of the border, north of Rockford. I've had MLB TV since I moved up here so I could watch the Cubs. Now, not only has MLB not done anything to limit blackouts, which you and I, Joe, have talked about incessantly, Mm -hmm. should be no blackouts ever on any device, any place in the world ever if you pay for it, ever, anywhere, any device. Want to grow the game, Rob Manfred? Good God. Um. And he said, not only has MLB not done anything to limit blackouts, they are expanding them. I am no longer able to watch Cubs or White Sox games. They claim the lines were redrawn last offseason, and MLB TV was just able to get sites updated to reflect the change. They had no problem taking my $120 in March, though knowing it would change. Now effective 531, I'm in a blackout area. There's nothing they will do. Asked for my my money back. They said, we'll see what we can do. It's not even about the money. I would pay 10 subscriptions to be assured I could watch every Cubs game. This is the point I've been making for five years. You want to grow the game? Make every single game available to everyone, everywhere, on any device, at any time. That's how you grow the game. And this guy lives in Janesville, Wisconsin. Can't get a Cub game. Oh, that's good. I mean, that's good. He says, uh, I hope <laughs> I hope they keep working on limiting mound visits and pitch clocks so the game doesn't move too slowly for the people who can't watch. For the people who can't watch. Meanwhile, attendance in San Diego is a little over 7,000 tonight, one-sixth of capacity. Luckily, I'm not blacked out on that game, so I get to watch the Padres. Um, 
you know, Rob Manfred will be mad. He'll be mad that Cubs and Mets played all night last night. Why does he do something about that? Why does he fix that? He has the power of God. He believes he is. Do something. Fix it. Fix that. You want to fix something? You want, You really want to make a significant change in baseball? Fix that. And fix it now. And by the way, when you have sports betting and people in the stadium are on their phones and they want to make bets between pitches, not going to want a pitch clock. They're going to need that time. Yeah. You know what else they're going to want? They're going to want to be able to watch the games on their phone in the ballpark. Major League Baseball can't wait to tell you how great their advanced media is, how much money they're making. This is something simple. And every change is about pace of play. The next generation of baseball fans. We've got to hold this audience. It's a different generation. Everything's quicker, faster, immediate. So we need to quicken things up. Okay. How about let them see the game? So you, you do this big experiment, this grand experiment, and you're promoting it. Look look how cutting edge we are. We're having games exclusively on Facebook. Every game should be on Facebook. Yes. Every single game should be available. I'm not saying exclusive, but it should all be available. Eli says uh, caller just called in. He lives just north of Rockford, has the MLB package and DirecTV, gets half the Cub games. Guy lives an hour from here, or uh, from downtown, hour and a half. Two hours? It depends on traffic. Sorry, <laughs> can't get can't get every single Cub game. I mean, what are you, what are you kidding me? You kidding me? We have in this. There guy, aren't two sides to this conversation. It's twenty eighteen. Yeah. It's twenty eighteen. We're having this conversation. I mean, every single Blackhawks, Bulls, yeah, any other sport, Bears, any other sport. Imagine not being able to find the game. I want to watch the game. I can't watch the game. I'm willing to spend money, MLB. I can't watch the game. I've said it. I've said this a million times. The Masters could charge me anything they want, and I'll pay it in order to see every single hole sure. from Thursday to Sunday, rather than just the three or four-hour the four, window they give us. Yes. There or are people you're, or that, you're the four holes or the four different camera yeah. shots on, online. There are people who would do that. To watch Cubs baseball or whoever their favorite team is. Sure. How are we having this conversation in 2018? Fix it, Rob Manfred. Fix it. That's Joe Ostrowski. I'm Barry Rosner. We've got to get to a break. Uh, John Harper coming up after the break. Then we'll get back to your calls. We'll get back to the Cubs and White Sox. Finish the conversations, which uh, I don't know if we actually finish them or not, because Joe, as usual, has taken me off track and made a mess of the first hour of Hit and Run on the Score. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 